0: Log TALK RADIO Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk...
1: Good evening. This is Dr. Nefertiti Noel.
0: And I'm Darren Noel.
1: And we're here today for our Relationship Wednesdays. Um, So today's topic is um, how do you know when it's time to go? So let me give you a little bit of background for our first-time callers. If you're listening in today and you have a question, call in to 323-693-3835. Again, if you're calling in and you have a question, 323-693-3835. Um, if you have bigger issues than what we talk about, because tonight's show is a, is a half-hour show, so there are potentially questions that may come up, issues that may come up, and we may not have, you know, the time to answer you in depth as specific to your needs, then look us up on the web, Com, and give the office a call and make some some appointments based on your need, and remember that tonight's conversation may be surface. We may there's so many reasons that people leave relationships or ways that people can know that it's time to go. I don't want you to think that we're covering everything. We may not be. Absolutely. And um, side note, I run a thriving private practice in Chicago, right side of right outside of Chicago, where we are full life management service. So we do everything from. Couples, marriage, individual group therapy, to medication management, life coaching, marital coaching, and um, organizational coaching, as well as public speaking.
0: Yeah. Okay. Here in Noel Associates, again, I'm Darren Noel. My background is in corporate America. And here in Noel Associates, I focus on life coaching, career counseling, and mock interviews. And
1: somebody emailed me to ask if Darren and I were a couple. Yes, we're a couple. We are married. We've been married 17 years. 17 years. And uh, so a lot of the information we give you is not just based. On my clinical background or Darren's career background, but also on the background that we have um, being married and uh, making it last for 17 years. And there are couples that have made it last longer. There are couples that have made it last a shorter the amount of time. So just because we've been married 17 years doesn't mean that we have all the answers, but we can at least find out where to get those for you. Yep,
0: sure, absolutely.
1: So tonight's topic comes to leave a relationship. And, and to me, this topic is resonating right now because there is so much energy going into. Um,
0: should Oh my God, domestic violence? Yes, yeah, yeah, domestic, domestic violence. violence.
1: Should you say if there's a domestic violence situation? Um, should you say if there's an affair, and should you say if, you know, somebody's not having a job. But right now a lot of energy is being put into domestic violence, primarily because of the the videotape that that people saw, everybody seen on TMZ in different places of Ray Rice and Janae Rice, right. um, that happened maybe in February of this year, and yep. then she later right. married him in March. But then a couple weeks ago, um, the the video came out with no sound. Um, also, maybe about two months ago, we saw a fight. Now this is interesting because it's it's. Um, Nobody really got got upset about this but Jay Z was basically attacked in the elevator by her sister in law and, right. and to me that's a domestic violence situation sure. because we're talking about family members basically attacking one another. We've got issues with um what's the football player's name? Oh, which one? Who abused they say allegedly Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson that got arrested for um Child abuse. Child abuse. I mean, he says it's discipline. The court says it's child abuse. So all of these things are going on, and people are throwing out on Facebook, Twitter, all these places, if that was me, I'd go. If I had been in that situation, I'd leave. And then we see people that are – Big name people that are saying they were in abusive relationships. Taraji Pinson said that she was in a, a, a domestic violence situation. One of sure. the news anchors said that they were in a domestic violence situation. Some people talked about why they stayed, and some people talked about why they left. And so I want to get into what are the inflexible things in your relationship that are the things that you would leave over? When when does a person know that it's time to
0: go? Right. And, you know, as I was looking at this topic, Dr. Wall. I, I broke it up into three different categories myself, meaning casual dating, serious dating and marriage, because there's different triggers at each one of those levels. you know what's going to make you leave in a casual dating relationship is different than, than if you're married already, okay? Mm-hmm. so I want if we could break it up into those three different levels between casual dating, serious dating, meaning you are know, contemplating marriage, a serious dating, or going uh, you know going um monogamous just with one with one another. And then marriage, okay? Let's look at all three of those different levels because we have a lot of listeners in each one of those different categories, Absolutely. Let's start with casual dating. So you're casual dating. You could be dating more than one person here. Um, You know, you may be up to just start dating up to six months, something like that. But, hey, it's casual. You know, the person could be seeing other people. You could be seeing other people. Hey, at, at that level, it's pretty loose. To me, as soon as it's not fun anymore. Like, hey, hey, you know, we're not serious. We're just casually dating. We're not married. As soon as it's not fun anymore, get, it's time to leave, you know, for whatever reason. If, if I'm not getting enjoyment out of this casual relationship, I'm in my mind, it's time for us to break up, mm-hmm. okay? Because, again, there's no real commitments that have been made. We're just checking each other out. You know what? I, you're not, not really not fun around. You're a little bit too serious for me. You're a little bit too jokey around for me. Whatever the case may be, time for us to split, okay, in my opinion, for myself, okay? Also, I see in casual dating when the person looks like they're looking to, for more commitment than you're ready to put forward. So they're looking for more time than you're willing to put forward. They're looking for more financial support. Hey, I want you to buy me. I need you to buy me a car. You just help me with my, my house payment. Whoa, 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 we're just dating. i Am not interested in helping you with your house note? You know, uh, Look for more emotional um, interaction. Than you. you know, they want to call you every single day, call you during a workout. Hey, you're not my wife. We're casually dating. This is a little bit too much. Or you're looking for a different level of intimacy than then you're ready for. All those all those points for me in casual dating, it's time to break up. Okay, time to, to leave that situation. Okay? okay? Um, so those are some points I see in casual dating. You know, not fun, the perk is looking for too much commitment, okay, at that point. And if you look at domestic violence, anytime so you find out in, in a casual dating relationship, someone's getting uh physical, let alone, verbal, let alone physical abusive, it's time to cut it off short right there. Because obviously most of the time people are putting their best foot forward in the casual day relationship. Why? Because you're you're trying to make a good impression. So at that level, if they're being physical abusive or verbally abusive to you, it's time to go ahead and leave. Cut that real quick.
1: You know, let let me jump in here for a second and say, it's very interesting that now that we see this um, well-known couple and we see domestic violence, People are saying this is, she should go. That mm-hmm. domestic violence, you can never stay past that. And I'm going to tell you that oh, doing therapy with a lot of couples, I've seen a lot of people um, experience incidences of domestic violence and still stay in a relationship and still have a good relationship. Okay. Let me be very clear that continued ongoing domestic violence, first of all, I, I'm not, I don't believe anybody should hit anybody. So I'm not the person that says, Mention hit women or, or, or anything. I say people shouldn't hit people.
0: Regardless of gender. Regardless, Regardless of gender. Men mentioning women.
1: Okay. Now, if we're in a, in a committed relation, in any kind of relationship, unless we're signed up to box in the boxing ring <laughs> and we're getting paid for it, we shouldn't be hitting each other. Got it. And I also think that there's a feeling that you can say or do whatever you want to say to or do to a person, and they should have enough control to restrain themselves. And so when we talk about things like domestic violence. Or even affairs, it's all about restraining yourself as well. Or spending habits, all of this is about restraining oneself. We have to be careful to remember that we cannot dictate how much someone else can take as an adult. Okay. I'm not talking about children dating, beating each other up. I'm not talking about spanking children. I'm talking about two adults in a committed relationship that they both agree to be in. Um, they have to set the rules for their relationship. And it's time to go when you can no longer live under the circumstances that you're living in, and they're endangering you and other people.
0: Okay. They're endangering you or other people. You and or
1: other people. In a dating, let's talk about domestic violence. In a dating relationship, I feel like there is no cause for physical abuse. There's no reason. I, I agree. I mean, I feel like if I've dated you for a year, two years, three years, and somebody hits you. It's time for you to go. But if you can't stop yourself from hitting him or her, it's time for you to go if you're being abused. I mean, that, that's just a walkout situation. That, again,
0: there's no ties, no commitments. no, you know, mm-hmm. that, the complications. We're not having finances tied together. And hopefully, you no know, children children evolve that level. Hey, let's just don't right. lose my number. I'm losing your number. If you, you
1: already haven't way. made the mistake,
0: don't make the mistake.
1: But when we get into a marriage relationship, and I think Ray and Janae Rice are so interesting because this was 30 days pre their marriage, and she still chose to go ahead and marry him. Right. So she wasn't married. She could have cut bait right there, and I think people would have said, you know what, hey, it's all right. She did the right thing. But she made a comment on Twitter where she said, if you're trying to, and I said this last week in our episode too, she said, if you're trying to sell my joy, something to this effect. You have done so on many different levels, but i but I want you to see what true love looks like, and I feel like a lot of times people mistake intensity that physicality that arguing that fist fighting and falling out as
0: some kind of deep love deep some love kind of true love, love or something like that okay and so now I, the point they so they were already in a serious dating relationship, I think they had gone to high school, so they knew each other. So they were not married yet when it happened. They correct. weren't casually dating. They were in a serious dating relationship. They were engaged. Right. So, I mean, so I mean you've me. already they been were married. not just casually dating. Correct. They were seriously dating correct. on the way to marriage when it happened. I'll well, be talking about it in some form of fashion. Correct. Okay. Correct.
1: And, and I think here's where we get to a really crazy point. If, if you are, let's say you, you have a belief that you forg- should forgive people. I mean, how do I know how many lifts you should take before you forgive a person? Okay. And say, right? You know, I mean, I'm going to say safety first, ladies, gentlemen, safety first. And this is for guys. I mean, this is something that people don't talk about. A lot of guys get physically abused. Oh, a lot of men get sure. hit. I mean, if we if we think back to the golfer Tiger Woods, before his wife left him, she beat him in the back of the head
0: with a with a oh. golf club. Yes.
1: That's domestic violence. I mean, so Absolutely. if we're going to say that ladies should leave them, then we have to say that anybody that gets abused needs to see if if, if you if it's not going to be stopped, if that's not the only incident, and it's not going to be stopped. Then
0: then maybe it's time for you to walk away. I, I agree with that. to seriously serious look at again, it, especially if you're not married already, right? You, even if you're in a serious dating relationship, move from casual to serious dating relationship, but at that point, there's still no uh, legal ties to one another. You know what I mean? So you have time to correct the situation.
1: You know, I think a lot of people get embarrassed and they don't want to make it. They don't want to look bad in front of their friends, so they don't call off weddings. They don't call off marriages. They spent money already. I mean, maybe they put money down on the hall and it was non-refundable, and she wasn't going to get her $10,000 back and she decided, is it worth the cost? And so the question becomes, how much of the behavior, whether it's abuse, cheating, money habits, not working, being can you take, before you decide, we got to cut bait, we got to leave. Okay. Now, with that said, there's some research on um, dailymail.com that says that 50% of people wish they had never ended their marriage. It says a study found 54% experienced second thoughts, some realized they missed or still loved their ex partner, and 42% had considered giving their relationship another go. So I do think that there's something to be said with 50% of, you know, marriages ending up in divorce. There's something to be said for fighting through and trying to keep that relationship. But it's up to you to to decide if your life is worth risking for,
0: for that incident if there's physical abuse involved. Well, okay, well, let's let's go to let's go back to the serious dating relationship level. Talk a little bit more about at the serious dating relationship level. What other things are out there that you would say it's time to, to, to dissolve this relationship?
1: For me, for me, it's up to, to to that individual. But let me say this. The things that you argue about when you're in a serious dating relationship will be the same things you argue about when you get married. If you cannot stand your extended family before you marry him, you will like them even less when you get married. Mm-hmm. If you think she spends too much money now, wait until the joint account appears, <laughs> she is going to buy everything she can because she's going to see double or nothing, you right. know? So if there are things that you're already having, and this is one of the things that young people don't do very well, and people that need that want to be married in general don't do, people aren't picking the right person for themselves. Okay. People are picking out of their weaknesses. Um, nobody else will want me. They think they're fat. Maybe they they want to prove to their ex-boyfriend that they are lovable. Somebody wants them. Maybe they just want to – they've always wanted to be married, so the first person that says they love them, they're on board, and they're in it with them, and they want to get married with them. And a lot of times people overlook – now, this is really important. You overlook some of the small stuff that you don't think will be important.
0: Mm, okay. You overlook
1: so they cheat and then there are people that say, Well, if we weren't married, it wasn't cheating anyway, I'm okay with it and then the day you get married, you expect miraculously for that person to change. And actually they should change, but a lot of times they don't.
0: But they already showed you that again, you're in a this time we're talking about a social issue. You already think we're dating exclusively and they're cheating, guess what? They're already saying they can't maintain their loyalty at that level. Mm-hmm.
1: And, right. and I'm, I'm a believer in God. I really believe that any relationship, God can bless it, and those relationships can change, and, and somebody can be healed from something and delivered from mm-hmm. something. But in general, people hold tight to the things that they're, fought, that they're used to, and it's the default mechanisms that they go back to. So if you find that a person, before they marry you, they have to ask their mom and dad, is it okay that I do this, that, and this? And I'm not talking about 16-year-olds. I know 30-year-olds, right. 30 year olds, no, no, right. No, we're no, talking no. about grown people to pay their own rent, pay their own bills. If, they've, if they're asking mom and dad questions now, especially the guy, just FYI, still be doing that when he gets married to you. And so if those are things that are issues for you now and you can't resolve them now, don't expect to get that resolution if you're in a marriage. And then once you get into a marriage, you can't, go, you can't say, well, I knew when we were dating that it's an, it was an issue, but I didn't think it would get this big, now I want to go. If, if you move forward in something, which is where I think Janae Rice finds herself, she had a chance in that 30-day period to end it with, like, no, no regrets, so to speak. At least right. public outcry would have been okay about it. Oh, sure. But now that she's married, well, she's got a lot to lose. People are saying she should leave him, but, you know, she's got a lot to lose.
0: She already said I do. She already you.
1: said I do now. So she said I do after the situation. If, and, and sometimes people go into a situation knowing it's the wrong situation but they have to find out for themselves.
0: Mm.
1: I can't, I mean, I'm a therapist, so you can ask me concerns, and I can tell you because people come here with that in mind. But in general, I can't walk around to every relationship I see and say, hey, dude, you know, <laughs> like, I notice a problem, and I just wanted to let you, because you can't sell somebody on their partner's bad problem.
0: Right. They've
1: got to believe it. Right, and it may not,
0: to them it may not be that big of a problem.
1: And I don't, right. I don't know her. I don't know how she grew up. But I know how one grows up, what you see happen in your own lifestyle. Um, and, and I don't know what guilt she's feeling. Maybe she's done things of her own. I don't know what those things are. And I don't believe anyone deserves to be here because they've done something. But maybe she's got some things he forgave her for, too. We don't know
0: that. Sure. But right.
1: you, you don't
0: know the old details so, of, of the relationship and things that go on. Uh-huh. Right. This is one small bit of the relationship they got. Exposed to the whole world, Absolutely. right, is one small part So
1: if you're going to be in a relationship and, and you're starting out, if you're just starting out in the dating, I suggest that you start writing down your inflexible things, things that you can't bend on, can't share you in the bedroom. I want all the money to myself. Hitting me is a no-go. If these things are inflexible, then that's something that people need to be discussing up front. But yeah. so many couples, they get into sex too quickly. They, they're dating too quickly. They don't have a chance to have real discussions about real-life issues because we, we teach people the fairy tale of you're going to meet somebody. He's going to sweep you off your feet. She's going to be perfect, and then you guys are going to go and live ha- happily ever after. And when people don't live happily ever after, then, then you see all kinds of um, – You want to
0: know what happened. Right. I this was a fairy tale. Right, but you know it's not necessarily the case. Right, you know on the serious dating level, I find that anytime you find out somebody who is is not who you thought they were, it, it may be time to leave because, and as you go through dating and serious dating, you're gonna find yourself in different situations, and situations reveal people, right? So let's say you have a situation, a financial situation, like to talk about, and you know, oh, they make this decision. You did what with the money? You know, you know we were we were saving up money to do uh, to, to put. Uh, to, uh, to go on a big trip or something like that and, and you blew in on something or you decided to go gambling. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got some money. All of a sudden, you decided to go gambling with the money? I didn't know that you were a gambler. You never mentioned it, mm-hmm. but the situation uh, allowed you to reveal yourself to me. So now, this is not who I thought you were. Okay, I may need to to, to leave the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay? Or you get, you're out at a nice restaurant, right, with your partner and maybe there's bad service. All of a sudden, this person blows up in the restaurant. Oh, wait a minute. This guy has a or girl has an anger management problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, that situation allowed you to see who that person was. Whoa, I didn't realize this person was like that. Because why? In casual dating, we may, we never have. Right. We may not have been in that situation. Before. But that's only if you
1: date long enough. I right. think this is, much, is, right. this
0: is serious dating. Right. That, that goes to the point too It says look, you gotta go through these different time periods and not rush through them. Right. You got to go through these testing times. Okay, let me get into a couple of different scenarios and situations to see how. You act in these different situations. And
1: then I think each person has to know themselves. A lot of times we spend a lot of energy on who is the other person? Who are you?
0: Right. Oh, true. Do true. you
1: know you? Do you know what would happen if you if you went out of town and, the, you know, the ship? Like Darren and I always joke about taking a cruise, and every time we think to do yeah. it, we don't. Because every time we go to book a cruise, somebody gets stranded. Yeah. But do you know who you would be if right. if if you got stranded no, on a boat in the middle of nowhere? Would you end up pushing yourself overboard? Like, absolutely. Every man
0: for himself,
1: right? I mean, I'll never forget. Darren and I were in New York City in, in uh, Times Square, and we were going. <laughs> this was years ago. It was like Bad Boys Two was out, <laughs> and we were going to see the film. And like somebody pulled out a gun. Me and a girl we I didn't even know we grabbed hands, went under the seat, and we both pushed our that but I knew in that moment like better him than me and I didn't know that I was going to do that so let's say I had had a deep conversation before that hey if we ever get, get into a situation here's what to do I might not have known what I was going to do but post that conversation during not post that incident during not had some conversations about okay if we're ever in another situation of that sort Here's the spot to meet me at if we're in Chicago. Here's the spot to meet me at if we're in, the, you know, sure. here's what we're going to do and here's how we're going to maintain. So there are going to be some things that come up in a relationship
0: that you don't know what to do with. And that's the benefit of spending some time in that serious dating before you get married so you can go through a lot of these situations and understand again, who you are and also who your partner is and understanding who they are. Because one time you can see, you go, is this person only in for the good time? You know, in marriage through good times and bad times, right? Rich support. poor. Let's say someone you know someone gets one of the uh the partners in dating gets laid off. How does how does the uh the dating partner react to that? And then Oh, we hey I got laid off. We may we may need to cut back on uh some of the, the dating activity we we're doing before until I get a new job. How do oh, people no, go? I need to get rid right. blah 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 blah. I need to wait a minute, I need to still go shopping. Wait a minute now, hold on. We in some situation. I don't care what the situation is. Oh so it's like that, you're only in it really for the good times. Right. You're not really with it for any kind of time and support. Okay. So a situation allow me to see who you are.
1: And we've been married long enough to know that there's not there's gonna be some not so good times. There's gonna be so, a, it's part of life.
0: But when you first are
1: getting in a dating relationship, you only have the good times. That's right. the importance exactly. of going through the stages of just dating, then you know, casual dating, serious dating, engagement, marriage. I mean, that's that's yep. kind of the role that we wanted to fall through. And then here's some other things to think about. I'm going to read you the, the ten reasons, one of the top ten reasons that people get divorced. Um, lack of communication. Um, that's one of the biggest things. People come into my office and they say, Dr. Noel, we, we are not good on communication. Right. Meaning we're not talking, we're not telling each other anything. Maybe we watch a movie together at night, but we're not talking about other things. Um, I mean, there's so many different pieces to that, but communication. Um, the
0: second one of the reasons that people get is trust, right? Uh-huh. So trust. Well, anytime trust is broken in that relationship due to infidelity, uh, someone's lying, you know, for whatever reason, stealing money out of the account, or, or giving money to different uh, situations. You know, a lot of times people think saying get upset because of family finances. You know, someone took a household money and gave it to another family member. Mm -hmm. That could be uh, a lot of Mm -hmm. trust broken in that situation. Feeling constrained or trapped. Um, Okay.
1: Like people sometimes, when you're dating, it's fancy, free, and footloose, but then when you get married, people don't like to say where they're going, what they're doing who they're doing it with. I mean, people feel like they're reporting to their mom. And, and generally when I have people tell me that, I just tell them you really don't understand marriage because <laughs> right, yeah. the other person really does want to know where you are, but a lot of people get divorced for that. So so finances, communication, feeling constrained, trust, expectations from one another. Like when expectations aren't met, it can put a strain on the relationship, and, and that can lead to some conflict with people. Um, people feel like their spouse doesn't fulfill their needs. People feel like sometimes they're having a quick change in lifestyle, like Darren mentioned, uh, losing a job. Mm-hmm. Or and now this is another way that people get in trouble, and folks don't know it. You make a whole lot of money. You have a business idea. You hit it off big. You make a lot of money. I have people that came have come to me and said, "Our marriage was fine, dot dot dot, until we went to bu- into business together." Really? Yeah. It's so then work. maybe they made a lot of money, and it, it didn't work out well for them, or maybe they had to. To, to spend a lot of time together and they weren't used to that. Maybe they had to sacrifice a lot and do different things, but th- those things can really change a marriage. You uh, know, I definitely
0: feel like that in change of the, the amount of time the couple spend together can change the relationship. You're either too much, all of a sudden we're spending a lot of time together, or we used to spend a lot of time together, and now the job changed out. There's a lot of travel involved uh, or working extended hours, and that puts a lot of strain on there. So some people just you know don't do good with that, and they need to how do we get back to that common ground where, where our normality is for our relationship, the amount of time we spend together? Mm-hmm. Okay?
1: People say that religious and cultural differences can change their, their relationship. So when you're dating in college, says they're an atheist, and that doesn't mean a lot to you. It's no big deal. I mean, he's a nice guy who gives you the shirt off of his back. Then you have a baby, and um, you decide that you want to practice your religion, and he decides he doesn't want to do that.
0: Now, see, to me, I don't understand that because that it really needs to be filtered out during a serious dating. You know that type of stuff should be should be figured out during a serious dating time. Not find out after you're married. Oh, I didn't know this is your philosophy about this religion. I'm not talking about to find my new parts of it. But oh, I didn't know that you didn't believe in God. Well, I didn't know that you didn't believe uh, in how to how to how we're going to agree to how we raise our children.
1: Yeah, but most times it's not that they didn't know. Is that people do bad picking. They don't believe that that thing will make that big of a dip five years from now. That's
0: poor. Poor dating situation, poor dating in a serious dating, in in that -hmm. serious dating time frame, they did not do that serious dating properly or fully understand, like you mentioned, fully didn't understand what that person was telling them.
1: Right, but that's the problem. But my point is, people divorce because of that. They break up because of that. They decide, okay, I could do it for a year, five years, ten years, and now I can't do it anymore. People walk out on each other.
0: To me, again, to me, that should have been handled during, that filter should have been addressed during the serious dating time frame. Mm -hmm. But, and
1: and number ten is abuse. So domestic violence and abuse of um, a lot of different ways, emotional abuse, physical abuse, people leave over those things. But that is not the primary reason that people leave. Okay. Primary is communication and finances that people leave each other Let over. Let me
0: ask you this. In, in your experiences of dealing patient with what you found out is a situation with abuse. Has that abuse come out before the marriage has happened and they've overlooked it? Or is it, you know what, it never revealed itself at all until after the marriage is some form of fashion.
1: What I'm going to say is that it's somewhere all over the spectrum. Some, Do you have seen, see, you know, seen it? has not been revealed? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I have seen, unfortunately, people that have had traumatic brain injury.
0: I mm, okay. mean um, if
1: we talk about Ray Rice, sometimes it has his head been bashed in on the football field.
0: But good, I have people point. that
1: have been, uh, had traumatic brain injuries, and their personality becomes very different because their brain has been jarred. Okay. They've been changed in some And not Now, let me be careful. Not everybody sure, that sure. has ever had, I'm saying that there are situations where people can have traumatic brain injuries and be, I had a, a client who, um, had a, you know, I had a situation where someone fell off of the roof. Oh, okay. Of their home, uh, putting up, you know, lights and decorations, and they were never the same afterwards. Wow. And so, so does a spouse, because see, what happened for the spouse is everybody told her to leave, but her point was she stuck with him for 20 years through good marriage. Right. So she had never seen this behavior.
0: And it's not really that person. Oh,
1: it's that person. But I mean, it's because of. It's still that person. Whatever it's because, it's that person. But her point was for her, she felt like this was an illness.
0: That's exactly right. And
1: And now I'm leaving?
0: Exactly. Like,
1: really? Like, how do I do that? So how can I sit in front of her and say, hey, I know your husband had a, a traumatic brain injury, but walk out because you don't deserve to be treated this way in the last 10 years of your marriage. How can I say that to her? She has to decide if now it's time for her to go.
0: I, uh, I agree with that.
1: There are situations where while the well, last... Right. But then there's also... I know lots of people, even I have friends in high school, your boyfriend's beating you up? Really? Yeah, no. That's the
0: that casual what happened? Exactly. No need that. That didn't pass through a casual dating. But there, let
1: me say this. For people that are abused, there's a lot of shame and guilt involved with domestic violence. Yes. The, the, the abuse, the person that's being abused feels a lot of shame and guilt, and, like, they feel like it must be something wrong with them. So it's really hard to leave when they feel like they are the issue, not the other person. And there's, it's for no lack of the other, like, when the person abuses, a lot of times, Later, that I'm sorry. They buy big gifts afterwards. I didn't mean to do it. It'll never happen again. And that round robin can go on again and again and again.
0: Would you, re- would you recommend someone who is in a situation where domestic violence mm-hmm. is uh, in play to seek professional help?
1: You know, we've got 60 seconds left, and I'm going to say, if, you're, if, if, if domestic violence is going on, seek professional help. Seek safety, safety first, and professional help. If emotional abuse is going on, seek professional help. If you're in a spot where you don't know what to do with your relationship, get some outside help. And people are so, um, they don't want to do that. And I'm telling you-